You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, The Coronavirus Sessions. Because I haven't reminded you guys what we're doing in a little while, I guess I'll go ahead and do that. We're bringing these to you guys, you know, virtually every day for about a half hour, kind of talking to business owners, business leaders throughout the community to really find out how we are navigating this coronavirus. And uh, Mike and I, we're just trying to get as many businesses through this as possible, save as many companies and save as many jobs as possible. Isn't that right, Michael Deese? That is absolutely spot on. And it's been great to hear a lot of the stories, the different stories we've heard. Um, uh, some people, you know, they've, they've really been able to seize this opportunity and, and turn it into, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, I hate to say turn it into a positive because it's crazy what we're going through. But, you know, from a business perspective, they found opportunity. And there's some, you know, that, that can't, you know, the, the reprieve can't get here soon enough. So we're all kind of in this together. And it's been interesting to kind of draw inspiration from a lot of the stories that we're hearing. Yeah, I'm super interested to hear now that we've done, I don't know, like, this is, you know, 26, 27, like, um, now that we've done all of these, like, is there anything that has really stood out in your mind of like, wow, like, that was awesome? Or, you know, what, any, any surprises? Man, now I'm like, the Rolodex is going to my mind, because there's, there has been, there's been so many, it's tough to recall. Right off the bat, um, we we did just record with uh, Rally Faust from Chain Reaction, and and I think you know that's something that uh, you know we talked about. Are they are bicycles competing against scooters and all that kind of stuff? But it's really interesting to see the recreational vehicles, um, like like what Rally's selling, uh, doing well right now because people are looking to get outside. Uh, biking is something you know. Recreational vehicles are something that they can still do while maintaining social distancing and stuff like that. So it's 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 interesting. You know, there's a lot of businesses, event space, and stuff like that that are are maybe not doing so well, and it's interesting to see the ones that are are capitalizing on it. So I think that that's kind of fascinating yeah it's always interesting to see like what types of businesses spike because of something like this right like you know i'm, I'm assuming like docusign you know we're trying to get all this electronic yeah. contract stuff going with the dealership so docusign zoom zoom you know, <laughs> like zoom recreational vehicles like it's super interesting to see like who does well during this kind of thing so anyway um yeah i, I agree with you it's, definitely definitely surprising and and you know me you know i get, get really excited to talk about food so i'm excited about uh <laughs> i today's know episode you're too. excited <laughs> about this one well before we get into this episode <laughs> let me thank a couple of our incredible sponsors you guys today's episode is brought to you by our friend matt houchins at houchins consulting if you're a business looking for some search engine optimization help be sure to give our friend matt a shout He's even doing a free Google My Business audit if you mention this show. So just tell him, say, yo, dude, I heard you on the WHOA GNV podcast. I want to get that business, Google My Business audit, and he will hook you up. Um, this guy knows SEO like the back of his hand and is sure to make your business show up in those search engines when people are looking for you. Reach our friend Matt at 352-562-0310. Again, that's 352 352- Five six two zero three one zero or at com. So definitely hit our Thanks, boy Matt. Matt up. Yeah, Matt. And uh, and then I also want to give a huge thank you to a new sponsor. You ready, Mike? New sponsor. Yeah. Talk about talk about food. 
want to give a huge shout out to uh, our boy Kyle over at Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. Um, these guys are doing so much good in the community during this crisis. I've shared videos of Leonardo's Millhopper delivering tons of pies to the hospital staff at Shands in North Florida. Um, they donated some, and then organizations like Melden Law and West Farms Landscaping teamed up with them to donate some too. Um, I just love, I love seeing the community come together. You know, to, I mean, whether it's buying pizza pies, you know, to like send to the hospitals or whatever the case is, I just love seeing everybody come together. And uh, I mean, it just, it makes my heart happy, man. Absolutely. No, it's really <laughs> yeah. cool. And it's really cool to like, I'm sure we'll kind of get into this with Tara a little bit, but like seeing the, this community of food and the support, you know, amongst a lot of the, the restaurants and caterers and the different things too. It's been really, really cool. Um, but anyway, if you guys want to buy some pies, whether to have it delivered, you know, to the hospital or, or to like feed that family, because we all know we're trying to do that too. Uh, definitely give Leonardo's Mill Hopper a call at 352-367-2001. That's 352-367-2001 or order online at leonardosmillhopper.com. Kyle Cohan, I love you, dude. Thank you so much for your support of our podcast. And uh, let's get into the show, baby. You ready to go? Yes, food. <laughs> uh, Mike wishes he was eating this while we do this right now. I do, Tara. really. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce to our audience our friend, Tara. Um, Tara, why don't you introduce you, your business, and tell everybody what it is that you do so we can really dive into this. Okay, well, I'm not as excited as you guys are right now. Um, <laughs> don't have that much energy. But uh, Tara LaFleur, I own Just Mama's Catering. And um, so basically, we feed Gainesville. And that's pretty much what we've been doing for the last eight years. And um, at, between private events and corporate events and UF and um, just pretty much anybody who wants to, to eat our scrumptious food. Can I say something real quick? I yes. do not believe it's been eight years already. Yeah. I know. Wow. It's like, gosh, <laughs> it's gone by so quick. Yep. From, from I, out I, of the I, restaurants, yeah, to closing the restaurant and just strictly doing catering. Yeah. I even remember, like, when we, when I was, like, serving on the Chamber of Diplomats and you guys, like, brought some food in, like, for breakfast. One, I mean, yep. dude, great, great stuff. But, man, time flies, that's for sure. So, it does. So, I mean, Mike's going to probably answer most or ask most <laughs> of the questions because, like, anytime there's a food episode or, like, a sports episode, like, they're the ones where he really dives deep. But before we get into that, like, why don't you just tell us uh, a little bit of, you know, the initial impact when this virus, you know, really started hitting Gainesville. What was going through your mind? How was business affected? Just getting, kind of give us a general summary of those early days. Um, well, I, I was just talking to some of my staff this morning about the first day that I started getting phone calls of and emails of cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. And I'm like, it's a fireball day. That's all I got to say, you know, because it was just I, could just, I just saw the entire catering business that I have built um, or we have built the entire staff um, over eight years just stop. I'm to the point of every single event canceling and it just, and the first thing I thought about is I have employees, you know, and they, some of them are single moms and single dads. And I, I, and just, you know, as every, every business owner has been dealing with all this, it's, it's a dead stop in the water of everything that we have built 
all the way through at least uh, into July at the moment. So it's, it's a huge impact. Yes. And not just with the business, but personal lives too. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like what, uh, I mean, what were those early adjustments? Like, I mean, you, I assume because you're, you're talking to your, how, well, first, how big is your team? Um, I have, I have a staff that is with me full time um, of about six people. And then I have people that I call in for other events. So the six core people is my biggest concern to make okay. sure they're taken care of. And the first couple of days, it was just like it, reality had to sit in for the first couple of days. And then I started thinking, okay, on that weekend, my husband and I sat down like, what can we do? We're not, I'm not going to sit here and just let it happen. So um, we just started thinking and I had a restaurant business before. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to start doing grab and go lunches. We're going to start doing specials throughout the day, three specials a day, getting them out here. I started posting on Facebook, started just getting the word out there. And a lot of those loyal customers that I had when I had the restaurant started calling and started ordering. And, um, you know, it doesn't pay the bills all the way, but it keeps my employees here. So, okay, and that's, so, so that was, that was the pivot was the grab and go yep. lunches. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, uh, like how long did it take you to get to that, to that standpoint? Was that within those couple of days? Like, oh yeah. But after the weekends, yeah. Monday I started. Yeah, okay. after the weekend awesome. of sitting down deciding what we're gonna do, um, I did inventory of what I had here in the kitchen, and I'm like, okay, this is the menus for the for the week. And so I started Monday morning because, like I said, I was not gonna sit here and, and let this take over me or my business. Yeah, so. Mike, I feel like I feel like that was kind of similar to us in terms of like those that first day or first couple days. It was like mm -hmm. the reality hadn't really set in, or like team members weren't really sure you know it wasn't like like how is this going to impact us and but i i feel like I, I mean at least me as uh as a business leader like i felt like i knew instantly like i just remember i just remember switching modes completely and being like i mean it, it was like everything else that i thought was a priority at that time completely melted away and it was like this focus of all right how are we going to save? It? I mean, it was almost like we knew it was like, how are we going to, how are we going to save the business? <laughs> like that mentality. Do you remember like those first couple of days when we were even talking to the team and stuff? Like, the yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. I mean, I'll, I'll say that I think that there's a lot of things, especially if you're a business that's been fortunate enough to be around for, let's say what, 12 plus years of, you know, through the last economic recession or through hurricane shutdowns, there's a lot of things that like help prepare for, for the uncertainty that something like this is caused. But with that said, I, I don't think anybody can actually be prepared for what we've seen because none of us have gone through it before. Uh, but, but having that, you know, being conditioned to be quick to pivot is, is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs um, and, and people in, in the community, they're used to dealing with seasonality, stuff like that, uh, you know, are, are trained to do. But, but for us, yeah, it was, there's that day of, let me let me sit back and analyze what's really going on and, and as this has developed you know it wasn't like we were getting the shutdown orders yet or anything it's what's best for the team uh but yeah you the, i think the ones that are doing the best are the ones that were were quick to find uh pivot solutions and, and figure out how to let the show go on under these new set of rules yeah so so tara i mean you said that you came out of like the restaurant lifestyle and that like you, you pivoted quickly. I mean, like, have you had to make significant pivots in your past 
and that's why you were able to do that so quickly or like what what was it is it just an entrepreneurial tendency you have or what survival that's pretty much what it is Mm -hmm. you know you just got to think about it and you know what what can you do what what can you fall back on and and that's what you know we did because having the experience i'm like you know we're gonna do it um and since then we've you know we're doing things for gpd we're doing things for aso uh, we're feeding the truckers on Wednesday night that ASO goes out to the um, truck stop, you know, the, the exits and feed the truckers. Um, elder care has called me. We're working with them for meals on wheels for breakfast. You know, so it's, 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 we're lucky to have the, the support of the community that we have. Um, and it, and it's great. A lot of work, but it's, it's good. Has any of it led to an increase in sales for you? Or because I know the events are, are a huge portion of what you do, so I, I, I it's hard for me to imagine that it's an increase, but but maybe I don't know. No, it's not. It's not an increase, but you know, it it it's keeping the doors open. It's keeping okay. my employees, families fed. But it's and that's that's the thing. Is I'm not shutting my doors. I see so many people shutting the doors, and it 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 definitely hurts you because you know these are friends of yours. Sure. Yeah, you know, all of us in the restaurant business, but yeah, we're we're friends, you know, and I and, and I support them too. If if I can't do something, I send it to them. Or if I I'm only doing lunches, so I send them over to you know Ginger Nappies. I send them over to you know Chris at Northwest Grill. You know, I send them over to uh, Chris at Taste. So we we kind of work together what we can't do or or whatnot, and send them to other people and and try to help cross promote. That's that's great. Um, so, I mean, is there, is there enough business coming from this? You know, one of the things that I'm super interested in is like looking at when things kind of return to normal, like say, say events and stuff are back in full swing, everything's back to normal. Like, is this a big enough portion of the business where it sticks around or is it just a temporary solution to get you through it? Like, do you see any sustainable, you know, uh, ability to sustain that, that revenue, um, into the future? I know my, my clients, I know my clientele wants to keep it, um, the drive through. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm going to disappoint a, a few people. If we do, we have been thinking about how we can kind of keep the, the grab and go lunches just for those people who have supported us and, and just have a staff just to do that. Um, and that's, you know, cause it, it's a huge support and I hate just kind of cutting them off, um, and say, okay, all, all the revenue is back. So, you know, fend for yourself kind of thing. So we are looking at a, 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 a a group to just take care of that. We haven't come up with a solution yet, but, um, but yeah, they, they will be kind of disappointed when we stopped, stop making the lunches to go. Yeah. So, like it's, well, that's super interesting to me because I feel like, I feel like what we're going to see is a lot of businesses make what they think are temporary pivots and what they're going to end up doing is unlocking a whole new revenue stream to their right. business. And then when everything does, you know, get back to normal, their, their sales and profits are going to go up. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily the case with grab and grow, go grab and go lunches, but, um, you know, I have a feeling that we're going to see that with a lot of different businesses due to their pivots, you know? Yeah. The, the growth potential is crazy. I mean, just to hear something like that and stuff that, that we've done and a lot of other businesses that we've interviewed that, that like, you know, what, what they're doing is they, like you said, they're making these temporary changes except they may not be temporary. They, they get used to this, especially as this goes on longer and longer. It's like, okay, this is now the new normal and some may not revert back to the old ways or some, depending on the business that you're in events, scooter sale, you know, high volume scooter sales, whatever, like you, you might, you might be able, be able to grow the business uh, in a ways that you would have never been able to do without something like this, which is just crazy to think about, you know? 
Yeah. Now we have we have seen a lot of new faces that business owners and things like that that we've never um, ventured with before or have ever catered before. So I have a feeling that because of what we're doing and just the day to day thing, that the potential of private parties, of Christmas parties, of things like that, um, is definitely going to be a lot um, after this is over with because we're meeting different people that we've never met before. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. The seasonality of, of that, and I don't know, maybe, maybe yours is different, but I know in the event space, a lot of times, like May, June, July, at least in Florida, not super busy. That's the, the debtor season for events. And then you get into the, the fall and the winter months and things really pick up. But with the way that things have been postponed, let's just say that by August, we're back to normal. And now everybody's moved their weddings, moved their parties, and everything's getting centralized to these you know cooler months. Does, does Is that something that's crossed your mind? Is something you have to prepare for this, like, relaxed time now but a huge volume push uh, just soon. resurgence coming yeah. out <laughs> well, the thing with us though is we don't we do a lot with uh, uf and so mm. and that's the thing is we have we have regular clients there that we take care of for orientations and things like this that it, it's they're they're canceled so i'm trying to make that up with the private parties with the weddings with the with those kind of things and so once UF starts up again, um, then I definitely, you know, see that push. It's actually the, the first time, um, I don't know if you remember this, it was about a year ago. Um, I, we, Colin and I were going to a, a retail conference at UF mm -hmm. and I didn't know that there was this networking mixer uh, thing going on. And so I left, I left the dealership cause he sent me, he's like, Hey, you need to go to this. And I was like, okay. And so I'm, I'm going to, work shirt and jeans and I go to this mixer everybody's in suits that's the way we roll baby that is the way we roll that's normal for him I felt out of place so I'm sitting there you know trying to network a little bit but mostly being a wallflower because I feel a little weird and and I'm noshing on the food like crazy which I remember specifically there was like this little shrimp oh. and grits appetizer oh yeah um, and it was fantastic and so <laughs> I'm getting as many of those as I can. And then you came out and you just started talking and you didn't know who I was. And that's the, you know, it's the first time I've ever met you. Uh, but I can tell you that right away, I mean, you, you definitely uh, stood out to me as someone that was, uh, you know, uh, it was just very nice the way you came out and talking. First of all, I was eating great food, but you were just super like uh, noticeable that I was just standing there kind of awkwardly and you came and made good conversation with me, made me feel like, you know, yeah. human again in that moment. Yeah, so thank you for that. And that's, and that's <laughs> aren't really supposed to do that. This is behind the scene, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was memorable anyway. Yeah, well, good, 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 good. I hope the food was too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I okay. actually, I, I took a picture of it on Snapchat, and it was, uh, this conference was just about a year ago. It was early April, and was, it just right. came back up. Nope. It came back up recently, and I, <laughs> as soon as it came up in my memories, I was like, "Man, that that shrimp and grits app was really good." <laughs> okay, well, Friday, Friday is shrimp and grits here every Friday. So awesome. <laughs> Go check okay. it out, Gainesville. Can you yep. give us? Can you give us like a little? Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, what are the conversations like amongst? the you know the event industry if you will like I mean have you guys projected when you think you'll be doing events again as has there been any conversation there at all or is it just kind of like everybody sit tight and hold on well the last we've heard is like nothing until at least um end of July 1st of August um and just talking to some people because you know I've people, people from the Museum of Natural History and and all that come by and get the grab and go lunches. And they're even questioning whether or not, you know, 
if they're going to have huge events, if they're going to be big events, or if they're going to be starting out smaller and they, they gradually get bigger because of, of, of what's going on, that people are scared to put so many people together. So that, that's the conversation now. And plus, some of these people that we take care of, people are flying in from all over the country. And, you know, are they going to want to have a big conference with people from all over the country? Uh, that's, that's the thing is how big is the event going to be? Are they going to cut it off at a certain amount because of, of what's happened? You know, for corporate, corporate wise, personal, I don't think there's going to be an issue, you know, for weddings and things like that. Yeah. But it's, it's hard to predict. It really yeah. is. I know we all try, but <laughs> like, where's my crystal ball? Let me go get it out of the yeah. closet. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Is there, do you get to spend any of this time? Like, like, I don't know, conceptualizing new menu items that you're going to do in the future or, or anything like that? No, basically I've been getting up at two 30 in the morning to make breakfast <laughs> for 300 people. Um, and then the, <laughs> the grab and go lunches and then planning for my orders and things like that. So for some people, they're bored at home being quarantined. I haven't spent much time at home. Yeah, it's, it's been hustling, trying to make sure that everything's taken care of. So mine, mine is the total opposite of most people. Right. Nose to the grindstone. I like it. Yep. yep, exactly. Exactly. So, so I mean, from a, from a work standpoint, you know, uh, one of the questions I've been asking uh, a lot of business owners is, is, has there been any paranoia within you know, your team about getting sick or working, working around others or like, what have you guys been able to do to, to navigate any of that? We haven't had a problem here. Um, as soon as they walk in the door, I check their temperature um, because I want to be confident that no one is sick. I want to be confident that I can tell people that come get their food from me, that it is safe, that, you know, no one has an issue. And if you feel that you, you know, you got a cough, go home. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll work double time to make sure because none of us can get sick. You know, we all have to, to, to stay safe and also to take care of the customers that are coming in to see us because that's a huge thing. We individually wrap each box so that when they take it, they, you know, they know that we're the last people to touch it too. So I, I'm, I'm very confident in, in my staff and making sure that, you know, because they've got families to go home to also, and I don't want anyone to get sick. Yeah, no, that's, that's smart. Was that something that you were advised to do that was just complete your instinct? Oh, no, no, nope. because <laughs> no, like I said, I'm not taking any chances on anything. Yeah. So that's as soon as it started happening, that's what I started doing. Yeah. Smart. yeah. On, on the bookkeeping administrative side, like, did you have like a bunch of like prepaid deposits or anything like that before these events got um, canceled or postponed that you had to work through or? No, I'm, I'm different from most people. I don't, I don't require a deposit for things. So okay. it's just, a, it, but you know, there was, there was probably, you know, with that first week, probably about 80 grand cancel on me, $80,000 with a business cancel on me that first week. Wow. And yeah, so that's, that is business that was already projected. That wasn't anything that we could have gotten, but that was already, look at my calendar, cancel, 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 cancel. So I have to imagine that adds fuel to the fire of needing to pivot quickly. Yep. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> You're expecting 80,000 come in and suddenly it's not there anymore. It's like, holy, how do I get this back? Exactly. And that's exactly what we started doing. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a roller coaster ride. I'm glad uh, I don't have to be up at two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, you're just now going to bed. That's when I'm yeah, that's when <laughs> I've been going to bed. I, it's funny, I've been talking about like how my routine has has changed a lot because of this. And you know, we've had multiple podcasts in the past where I've talked about being a morning person or trying to become a morning person. I've just basically determined that I'm not a morning person. And uh 
you know, I am, I definitely just crank out work as a night owl, man. I just can go into a zone from 8 PM to 2 AM and just get so much done. So that's, that's usually when I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bed at 8 PM to wake up at two. <laughs> there you go. So at least you're still getting a decent amount of sleep. If you can find an 8 PM bedtime, do you, is that consistent for you? Oh yeah, I'm good. I, I can live off a little sleep. I'm used to it. when you do wow. caterings, you, you, I have, I have a bed here and a shower here at the kitchen. So just in case I, I can just crash here. Yeah. So we're good. I'm covered. Well, very good. Don't say that too loud. I would say, don't say that too loud. Colin's going to be in, installing bed and beds, uh, kitchens and showers at, at the dealership. Now <laughs> he, he already tries to make it to where I can't leave. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. So one of the things that, you know, that came up in the last episode with Rally was like, we asked him about advice for the businesses that are trying to get through this. You know, Mike and I are, are doing this because we want to help save as many companies as we can, as well as save as many jobs as we can. And especially on our local level. Um, so, you know, is there anything that you could offer just, you know, your perspective, just some general advice uh, for the business owners that are trying to navigate this? Um, I think the biggest thing is just hang in there, uh, hang in there, work together as a team, um, help each other, you know, promote us, promoting each other and their different businesses. And no matter what your business is, be strong. That's really, I honestly do not think that I could tell you. And I just, I'm unstable now too. Yeah, I, I agree. Gainesville, stay strong. We will, we will get through this, but we're going to get through this together. Um, as I got planes going overhead, <laughs> birds, birds, birds in the background and then, and then noise from bandwidth and all sorts of stuff. So, well, this has been, this has been great. Why don't you tell our audience where they can connect with you? Where can they get one of these grab and go lunches? Um, yeah. that kind of thing. Cause I know Mike's going to rush over there. I want some shrimp and grits <laughs> on Friday. 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 <laughs> um, we, uh, are off of uh, North main street and 39th Avenue. So it's three, three, one, five North main terrace. And we're cooking out of my catering kitchen and everything is out the door. So you drive through, there's a tent set outside, um, Aviance, um, tents and party rentals donated one for us to try to get us, you know, out of the building. So no one will have to come inside and, um, they can text me their order, um, at my cell phone number at five, three, eight, zero, six, nine, seven. And also we have posted on our Facebook page, the menu every single week and it changes. So you get to see that every week. Beautiful. And what's the uh, webpage? Um, those one is catering. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Yes. Yes. Just want to make sure. Just want to make yeah. sure. So dose catering. I was thinking Facebook. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. So you guys uh, support Dos Mamas Catering and get your grab and go lunch during this time. And uh, we will look forward to the resurgence of events whenever, yes. whenever that time comes back around. But, but stay strong. Thank you for joining us today. Did she freeze? <laughs> it's like i always love when you're like thank you for joining us today uh, yeah <laughs> yeah about that <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> well anyway it's all good uh because we're already wrapping up but uh, anyways, right. yeah it was, oh, it was funny you know there's this whole 
this whole thing where like people freeze on purpose to like fake people out. And so I'm never sure whether or not somebody's like trying to play a joke on me or they're actually frozen. <laughs> well, I don't know how to do that. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tara, thanks again for joining us. Uh, this was really, really great. And best wishes to you guys as we get through right. this. And uh, Gainesville, there you go. Yes. Support right, those moms caring. Thank you guys. The WHOA GNV Podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Whoa. Tara, give us your best whoa. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> okay. We will see you later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.